Welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast, everybody. You're here with your old buddy, Brando, and your old, uh, just your old pal, your old pal, Jamesy. I'm a buddy. You're a pal. I just want to be a buddy. Pals uh, share a lot more. Pals are a little more intimate. Buddies. Buddies are, you know. I keep a stiff arm. uh... I keep a stiff arm to all my buddies. I like you. It's the. Don't invade. Don't go past the radius of my arm. Don't come in for a kiss. It's not happening. We're buddies. We're just just buddies. (laughs) We're not pals. We're not pals. Big difference. We're not going to give hugs. Me, take warm me, showers. You can, call, you can give me a hug. You can give me a hug. Because he's a pal. Your pal. He's your pal. Beware of pals, but he's your pal. Buddies, you don't, you don't have to break up with buddies. You have to break up with a pal. It's a formal operation. <laughs> buddies, it's just like later. I clown. require a two-week notice. <laughs> you might have lawyers involved with pals. With buddies, it's just like later. Thanks for the memories. What about dive buddies? Exactly. That's why you call them dive buddies. You don't have a dive pal. No, there are no dive pals. What the fuck? What are you going to do with a dive pal? That's when the trouble starts. Things are expected, dive pals. That's, that's true. That's true. Keep it simple, stupid. Like I drove last time. I clearly, <laughs> because we're pals, I figured you were going to drive this exactly. time. Exactly. Now you're roping me into driving again. Yes, pals have arguments and buddies are just like, eh, it's cool. And then uh and then you've got diving teammates that it's all oh. you know pretty black and white because it's like a it's like right down to business. Yeah they not they might not even like know any personal information on uh you know your teammate. You don't even know this guy's or gal's spouse or partner or whatever they've got going. Their dog's name. You don't know anything like that. They're just. It's not yeah. gonna. It's not gonna affect the dive no. at all because you're gonna be on clockwork. You're gonna be on a right. mission. It's a teammate. It's a teammate. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Ba- pals, buddies, it- and teammates. Now, dive lovers. That's something completely different. Lovers. This is my dive lover. <laughs> Oh, they they definitely do. Do they still use the term lovers? <laughs> yes, they do. This is my lover. It uh, reminds me of that um, Will Ferrell little skit, and I can't remember her name. A little short comedian on Saturday Night Live where they're in the hot tub, and he's like a professor, college professor. <laughs> they both are, and they're into like swinging, and they're in the hot tub the whole time, and they keep calling each other their lover. You don't you don't know this one, do you? No, you no, no. Damn, this is that's one of Will's probably one of his best little skits. Probably put him on the map as far as comedy. Well, speaking of buddies, you got to have a good buddy if you're gonna have a good dive, eh? Uh beauty, eh? Yeah, take off. And I don't I don't even mean for like the the masses, the the, the people out there that are you know just very recreational doing a you know, a trip a year or, or something like that you know that get buddied up you know having a good buddy that's at peace in the water is something that's really going to make the difference between even if they're you know struggling with technique and struggling with you know ability having that mental comfort is a huge benefit of putting yourself at peace, you know, of just knowing that you're with somebody who's not freaking out and panicking every second that they're underwater. 
or even every two to three seconds. Even five seconds. Once a dive. Exactly. Even, even once on a dive. Like you definitely want to have somebody who's at peace. And somebody you can rely on. You know, you you don't have to uh, worry that, A, they may not be there when you turn to to look at them or you need them. Right, yeah, They yeah. may not be there or they're not really there mentally. A lot of things like that. Just a good buddy is, uh, well, A, is tough to find and you should hold on to them when you get them, but... Uh, but B, good buddies and valuable. It's part of the the necessary ingredients to have a good dive. Yeah, and uh, if someone's considering, you know, whether or not you, the people, are a good buddy, right? You want to be able to fulfill that, and one of the ways you're going to be able to do that is by having that good inner place, that good peaceful mind that good readiness for being part of this water planet that we so wonderfully enjoy but for so many people you know and and this has been going on for decades of people just they want to go scuba dive and they see something on the television or whatever and they want to take a class to do a trip now the 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 fact that so much of the training has been rushed through (laughs) There really isn't like time for people to really learn that inner journey, that mental game. And even going back into the, the 70s, there, there were people that were realizing that that's the way things were going. Into the rushed one, training, you mean? Into, uh, yeah, yeah. Know, stream, quote unquote, streamlining the training, uh, which just translated into. Um, uh, Anything that requires a modicum of practice, work, or effort, we're, we're going to have to downsize that. We're going to have to somehow make it so anybody can do it. Uh, right when you, yeah, box. when you assembly line the education. Oh yeah, fast food it. Assembly line gives it too much credit. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> assembly oh, line yeah. actually is efficient and accomplishes a lot. <laughs> But uh, I think uh, I think a, a good way to put it, James, is you want a, a dive partner who's present, you know, pure, truly present in the moment with you underwater. That's a dive buddy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, we say this a lot on, on our show of this is a completely different world than what humans are exposed to, right? I mean, yeah, uh, you know, there's, there's still gravity, but it, gravity works differently underwater than it does for us on land you know it's still there you know you know your normal senses are interrupted you know that we use on a daily basis just to get through life you don't have that luxury when you're underwater right all the physics laws apply but you're in a different medium you're no longer in air Right. right yeah exactly and and you know, it's one thing to be on the very first night of scuba and they talk about pressure, volume, and density, and there's an inverse relationship between pressure and volume, and don't hold your breath, and you're going to go through air faster. You go through these, you know, basic little things, but that's totally different than, like, really getting in the water and experiencing it and yeah. learning it and doing it. And on top of that, becoming really comfortable and at one with it. You know, versus, yeah, I got my certification. Yeah, I kind of get what's going on, but I, I really struggle to get through every single dive. But I really want to see some cool fish and bring back some pictures. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's just not as simple as I think uh, many are led to believe in Open Water 101 as far as, you know, you do this class and you're, you're all set and you can just relax and go diving. I think many come out of the class not able to relax because of that unnerving feeling that something is still not quite copacetic. I'm missing something. Right, which is where you get a lot of divers. They, they do it a couple of times, and then they move on to something else. Crochet. Crocheting. Scrapbooking. <laughs> it's close. It's close to scuba. Did you ever take a scrapbooking class? Uh, I'm, I am advanced scrapbooker. I would I I would not doubt that. I got a there's a weekend there was a weekend scrapbooking <laughs> class. Oh, the, I got my advanced. You had that uh weekend. I was going to say most scrapbooking I've, classes. I've 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 put one in I've put one and a half scrapbooks together. I'm I'm advanced already. <laughs> they meet twice a week for uh 5 to 6 weeks. And then they're they don't have an what we would equate to an open water per se, but you do have to make make a scrapbook on your own afterwards but significantly longer courses than scuba how does that make you feel i've you got my a, a scra- i'm working on my scrapper i'm working on my <laughs> rescue scrapbooking right now <laughs> watch those scissors be careful with those scissors i'm an advanced scrapbooker it could be a bloodbath brando listen you don't want to get your uh, scrapbooking scissors Especially, you know, scrapbooking, you can do anywhere, any time of the day. Like you could, you could get up in the morning, take a shower, be walking around naked in your robe, and uh, just head over to the scrapbooking table. Have you been to my house? Have you been wa- peeking through my window? <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful, is what I'm trying to tell you, because it's easy. You could easily cut yourself. You know, uh, with that scrapbooking scissor, just like you in the past, you may have cut yourself shaving before you knew anything about manscapes, Brando. Oh, true, true to the true, true facts. Uh, but there are several. Uh, not to not to sidetrack. I don't want to sidetrack it, but uh, I just want everyone to know those are into scrapbooking. Uh, there's a scrapbooking swingers club that uh, meets regularly. <laughs> well, that's good because. Uh, Thankfully, uh, hopefully they have a lot of Manscaped products so that they can keep their uh, scrapbooking sticks nice and slick, you know, uh, if you know what I mean. Manscaped is trusted by over 6 million men worldwide, including the International Scrapbooking Swingers Society of America (laughs) that Brando is not only a member of, but he's also the president. Join the movement by going to (laughs) manscaped.com and uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TGDP, people. Your swinging scrapbookers will appreciate your hard work and uh, efforts. You know, if scrappers, when you really, if you meet a scrapbooker, they're very meticulous about their, their scrapbooking, and then they take that meticulousness to uh, their manscaping. Especially when they can uh, share it with a, a buddy or, or a pal. A pal. Or a, a scrapbooking teammate, if you may say. Or like a, a lover. Like a, like a best friend. So speaking of best friends, don't forget to give your testies besties the love they desire. With Manscaped's Whoa. liquid formulations, Brando, like the old uh, crop preserver, ball deodorant. Liquid formulations. It sounds pretty technical. Let me ask you, do you put 
Do you put deodorant under your uh, armpits? Well, yeah. Of course you do. Well, why don't you put any deodorant under your balls? Well. <laughs> and you can't forget, and you can't forget about that crop reviver, the ball reviver. Give your little boys a boost, you know, uh, late in the day. You know, uh, you, you, you get you get home and need a little refresher. Hey, everybody, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TGDP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code TGDP. You can slay your worst pubes and keep your daggers clean. Daggers? With manscaped.com. Daggers? Yeah, your dive knife. Your dive knife. Your scrapbooking sticks. Okay. But hey, everybody, listen. Um, we did some stuff in the past by Carlos Isles. Um, we, talk, well, we talked about like underwater anxiety and... You know, finding, you know, uh, your inner experience of diving. You know, he wrote, you know, a lot of stuff in Skin Diver Magazine, wrote a couple of addendum books to scuba training back in the, the 70s and whatnot. He was big into free diving. He was one of the early underwater hunters that really kind of set the page for a lot of that back in the early days of scuba and free diving and skin diving. But he would he would bring a bit of a philosophical magic and like a zenny way of thinking to entering the, the scuba game Brando that, that I always really like yeah. when I can get a chance to read through his stuff. And another one of his writings from that book was called welcome to the water planet. And I think this is a really interesting conversation to have with your students. If, if you're one of those, instructors out there or dive masters out there or a scuba mentor really of any kind is you know when you're talking to these new divers that are getting into diving of of what really you know in many ways you know separates you know that person with the certification card that we talk about versus the diver and i would say it has a lot to do with mindset rather than certification credentials Oh, agreed a thousand percent and like i say i I go to the um the idea of being present in other words you're there you're diving and i know it sounds uh ridiculous to say it but when you're diving you're diving or in the zen when standing stand and when sitting sit but above all don't wobble kind of thing is uh when you're doing what you're doing do it and uh in order to do that you have to have a clear mind and be present in the moment carlos says if just dealing with your beliefs of the ocean were the only obstacle in the way of the complete enjoyment and fulfillment of diving, then the task would be simple. You could work through your beliefs and fears in a relatively short time, but diving is like no other sport or recreation on this planet. Consider for a moment the new environment which you will find yourself participating in and involved with. The ocean is a complete and separate world from the one you have lived in all of your life. The atmosphere is different. The terrain is different. The inhabitants and their behavior are different. Even the force of gravity feels different. And the wetness is different. It's very wet. He didn't say that, did he? He didn't say that. <laughs> didn't say the wetness. It's gonna, you're going to notice it's very wet. Have you ever heard that- the expression, as wet as an ocean? <laughs> Have you ever heard that expression? <laughs> no, I, I've heard as wet as Lake Huron. Oh, no. But That's never nothing. wet as an ocean. That's like a freaking desert. It's a, it's a dry wet. It's a dry wet. 
It's not, it's not the wetness. It's the humidity that gets you. In addition, Carlos says, you yourself must undergo changes as you enter this liquid land. The sensory tools which you have depended on for your safety and protection as an earth being, your hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, and vision, which is greatly reduced, are no longer useful. Our bodies are very much aware that their sense receptors are not functional underwater. Not as functional. Still functional. I would say they're still functional, just in a different way. Sure, sure. But, I mean, you may be walking through the woods mm-hmm. and, and smell uh, the, the, the scent of a frightening, scary beast yeah. that you can't really do underwater with a, with a mask on your face. False. You can walk, you can dive through a hydrogen sulfide layer and go, what the fuck? Well, that is certainly an intense smell, but, I mean, you're not... Yeah, so... It's I'm just great, saying a greatly reduced it is, sense. It's, it's it's compromised. It's changed, but it's still there. You just have to learn to um, adjust, just like your sight, just like your hearing. And you're not going to you know you're not going to smell the frightening shark or monster beast swim up. Uh, and yeah, maybe. And the and your ability to swim is greatly reduced. So you're way to run away you swim better in the water than you do on land i'll tell you that much very true (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) and you've got the 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 physics of of the game of you know you can't just run to the surface to to get out of the out of harm's way right because that's going to create a whole new host of physiological dangers to you well, yeah, you you don't have the same options, but you have options, and um, that's all I'm getting at. It's not the same, but it's still things are still there. It's just not the same as the surface. Absolutely right, and I, that's I think where Carlos is going here. He's trying to get these new divers to be in a mindset of this is a different world here. Right, but still and use your senses. You st- you still have to, but you're ability to use them is going to change and you have to you have you have to realize and the only thing that's going to get you to find peace in that compromise of of your senses is time in the water oh agreed time in the water and uh being manscaped he says quite naturally this sensory loss creates a feeling of vulnerability in the beginning diver additionally man like most animals, is equipped with a strong survival instinct known as the fight-flight instinct. The fight-flight instinct activates when the subject becomes critically threatened and reacts by either directly fighting the threat or running away from it. The flight portion of this primitive instinct becomes somewhat impaired in the water where even the smallest fish can outswim a diver. And while all of this takes place beneath our awareness level, our inability to respond to this instinct does produce feelings of vulnerability. And I think that's a good conversation to have with people when they're just getting going. Yeah. Well, it spells it out. Yeah. Yeah, it it spells it out nicely. Whereas for so many years, the the discussion of fears and vulnerability is always sugarcoated of 
Yeah. <laughs> ah, don't, don't worry about that. That's not going to happen. It'll never happen. That when somebody says that it'll never happen, that's that like, means it's probably happening right, right now. Right. It's going to happen. Never say never. Don't use absolutes. And I'd rather be prepared rather than ignore it because of the idea that it may not ever happen to you. That doesn't mean it won't ever happen to you. Yes, there's so, definitely something that happens underwater where fears and worries and vulnerabilities, like he's talking about, and, and insecurities, you know, come right to the surface. surface. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's the unknown. That's part of the attraction as well for, for us human biped people kind of thing. The, uh, the unknown has always attracted us, but... Proceed cautiously and then become educated. That's your biggest thing you can do in your favor to kind of equalize being underwater in the unknown. Let's get educated. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I think back to taking new divers, you know, just in the training quarry that we yeah. use. You know, there's a shallow section and there's a deep section. And, you know, when you first get them over and you take them over to that drop off, you know, that drops off into the unknown you know, it's you, you talk about it on the surface between dives, and it's like such a spooky, unknown. <gasps> yeah, it takes their breath away, or they say their stomach, you know. <laughs> right, they right. float over it, they're like, woo. And, and there's a couple of ways to approach that, right? I mean, there's the fear of the unknown. There's the don't give a fuck and just go over it unprepared without the right training, without the right equipment. Or, the, or there's the... Well, no, this is the reality of it. It's actually, it's only another 70 feet down. Right. Uh, this is what it's going to cost you in time and gas and temperature. Well, education. Right, education. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you become educated and then you see, well, that's not this quote-unquote unknown. So a, a lot of the fear can be alleviated. I mean, much of it is known and you just have to be prepared. You have to know what you're getting into and, and prepare yourself accordingly. Carlos says, in short, Every beginning diver experiences some sense of insecurity as he first encounters the ocean. These feelings can be brought on by his own fears and beliefs of the ocean, which combine with his general unfamiliarity with the ocean. He may feel vulnerable as a result of the loss of his sense receptors or because of the subconscious knowledge of his inability to flee potential threats. Usually it will be a combination of all these factors. And that's it. It's just education of the unknown. And the scuba world for so many years has really tried to just continually manufacture solutions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a piece of equipment to falsely diminish your fears because you have this cool piece of equipment that will never fail you. Brando, five out of four <laughs> scientists... <laughs> Have have personally recommended this shark repellent that yeah, I that I use every time I'm diving in the freshwater lakes. The old shark. You never know. You no. never know. You never do know, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, so they sell that stuff, shark repellent, and right on it it says it may not work. We can't be held liable. Um, so basically, you bought something that may or may not work. You have really no idea. Is there a motivation for them to sell it to you? <laughs> well, yeah. Is there? And they've taken away any motivation for it to work. So, <laughs> and chances are, really in their favor, that you're not going to be attacked. I mean, it's very, very, very rare. 
for a, a scuba diver. So that's kind of a really good little scheme, if you ask me, selling shark repellent. I, I think um, much of the uh, world economy has survived <laughs> a big, on fear mo- a big on fear scheme. Yeah. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Yes. Well, and, and even, I mean, I, I remember, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago, you know, that you know, they were selling those, like, literally those, like, electronic impulse shark yeah. repellent. Mm-hmm. And, and to the point where, like, almost encouraging every diver that enters the ocean should be, you know, wearing one of these electromagnet right. you know, microwaves, you know, underwater. Just to, you're like, dude, it's three foot nurse shark <laughs> you just that that, that, <laughs> that you might swim next to yeah. for 30 seconds and it'll take off on you it doesn't want anything to do with you yeah that's um versus what I, I i'm liking to see you know you know what we have now you know with, with so much information coming at us it, is the fact that there's so much more shark education coming out and under understanding which yeah. is the real thing of what we want to do the thing being sharks are probably the most public and well-known danger of scuba diving. And uh, the reality of it is they are probably the least, the least danger of scuba diving. They're the most well-known, but they're the least uh, possibility of ever happening to you, uh, a shark attack, you know? You see what I'm saying? It's their opposite ends yeah, of the well, spectrum. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm with you because you take something like uh, – the the other end of of the fear mongering it would be like the trust mongering of yeah j- just trust the dive computer it'll tell you everything you need to know trust mongering i like that that's just a bunch of trust mongering fucking trust mongers but that's what they do is they they try to hit you on one side or the other really with anything you know like either scare you into following their orders or you know give you this false sense of security to keep you you know, following in line with what they're saying. Well, you're 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 just hitting onto the whole. You know, when you go into marketing in college, the majority of your classes are in psychology, and that's because you prey upon uh, our weaknesses, our, our psychological weaknesses, if you will. What's going to pique our interest or motivate us to separate ourselves from our money and or power? So, yeah, the general public, almost every business has some type of yeah these days has some type of fear mongering or trust this and will alleviate this fear you have because this machine will take care of it and and in diving it's super prevalent with dive computers and people arguing over which fucking decompression model to use and a conservancy on it and who the fuck cares and it's like a whole business if you get that discussion going you're gonna sell some computers baby you get you can go on the uh, fucking forums and just let me drop this little bomb over here hey what rid- what algorithm should I use for uh yeah uh, it goes everywhere with the computers right to the fins to a, a snorkel fins BCD. but they don't tell the truth that split fins will kill you that's not <laughs> what I heard I, I was I was trust mongered into knowing that split fins are natural shark repellents they're the savior yes yes. Nothing that a, a shark hit, hates more than a split. Well, fin. I think a, a lot of people have, or I should say, are out of touch with their own psychology. That's why you know. That's why marketing, like you were saying, you know, is so psychologically driven, because most people have never taken the time to 
really take a look inside themselves at their own brains, their own mind, their own personal idiosyncrasies and habits and knowing thyself, like you just said. I ain't got time. I got to catch up on my TikToks <laughs> and my Instagrams, my Facebook likes. I ain't got time to learn who the fuck I am and what I'm doing here. You can just sit here and watch it go. It goes on in every industry, but diving, you know, is kind of our, our backyard, and that's why we kind of take it a little personally when you've got these, I want to call them scams, but they, you know, I'm sure some people take offense to that, but it kind of is a scam. I mean, it's about separating you from your money for a piece of dive equipment that really is a false sense of security if they're selling the trust me stuff and, 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 you know, playing on your well, fears. Right. Well, let, let them be insulted or offended because, I mean, it's insulting to me when you say that you don't need to put in years of hard work. That is key to being a good dive pal and good dive buddy and good teammate and definitely a good lover. A, being a good being dive there lover, moment. you better be present. Oh, they hate if you're... If you're like not there, if you're in your garage reorganizing a toolkit and you're not supposed to be, you're supposed to be there in the moment. <laughs> they hate that. Cut. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> My screwdriver drawer is, I've got three Phillips in the slotted sections and they're out of the size. I have them in size and <laughs> it just gets ugly. They don't want to hear that in the middle of. The passionate embrace. <laughs> it's just like, where the fuck is this conversation going? You know, uh, Carlos had thought about the screwdriver drawers, too. He said, while all of this may appear to be too much for you to overcome, let me assure you that it isn't. Already, your awareness of these conditions make them less of an obstacle to the full enjoyment of your diving. By becoming aware of why you react to the ocean the way you do and the way in which the ocean affects you, you can begin to overcome the negative feelings that get in the way of your full enjoyment of the ocean and the total dive experience. Or lake. Or lake, or river, or, or really anywhere, right? It's a matter of, of being present, right? Exactly. I, I keep going to be present, which, uh, like I say, if you can do that in all of life, you're doing pretty damn good. Yeah, I think you got the game licked. Yeah, it's being, you know, mindful of where you are, of being fully conscious in the moment. In the moment. Quieting those inner voices, but at the same time, really tuning in and listening to that, that, Mm -hmm. that part of your mind that usually on land, there's so many impulses coming at you. You know, it's hard for people, unless they're sitting down, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, in a yoga class, specifically focusing on breathing and meditation, most people just don't have the mental space to to tap into that. Scuba's kind of cool in a way be, because all your senses are working in a completely different way that if, if you know what you're doing and you've taken the time to really focus on this part, you can you can tap into that part of your mind that is hard to do on land, I would say. And that's when the real enjoyment happens. Totally. I mean, to me, right now, when you are purely present diving or doing anything and being present in it, it's really enjoyable and you get the most out of it. You actually, and I think you learn more. 
I mean, your mind's open to learning. It's it's not being um, distracted with, you know, stupid little side side game. You know, did I leave the the stove on? Blah blah blah. All the other little shit. You, you get in the moment and do what you're doing and not right. anything when, else. When you get into that flow like that and your brain can hyper-focus yeah. into areas because the senses are working differently, I mean, that's a, a great tool that if you know how to harness that power can become a, 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 man, you know, man, just like a fantastic tool for you to grow as a person and as a diver. If you don't, if you're already struggling with with comfort and your insecurities and you're struggling with skills like buoyancy and trim and balance, I mean, that, that very same hyper-focus is going to run away in a, in a, in a path that you don't want to go. And that's where the anxiety and the fears and the, all the panic is right down that path. True. True. Yeah. Carlos says that our bodies and minds are incredible instruments and under favorable learning conditions can adapt themselves quickly to the ocean environment. We are, uh, we are able to basically adapt and overcome almost anything put in our way. If you can be in the right state of mind. Right, exactly. If, you're, if you're, you are anywhere but exactly where you are when you're diving, in other words, in your mind, you're somewhere else when you're diving. You are missing out and you are uh, impeding the learning and impeding a whole lot of stuff. Then you're increasing the discomfort. And you're taking away from the main reason why you're there, which, which is to have fun. Right. And escape those distractions that you have going. So you had a, that ability to turn them off and focus on the task at hand. A, it needs to be practiced, but once you get it down, it makes life so much more enjoyable. And diving so and, much more attractive. And it's not just a matter of completely shutting off, which uh, you, you no. hear so many people want to do is, oh, I love being underwater. They shut I'm not at the office. Off. I yes. can shut my brain off and yeah. just yeah. swim and the sound of the bubbles, man. It's all, it just makes me not so a good happy. Idea. I'm like, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's going way the other way from what I'm talking. And you, you see people reacting in different ways is yeah. either with a, carefree not not given the slightest fuck about it in a bad way and then you also you know see the people that are so overly cautious and overly worried right and the reality is that's in every one of us and there's a there's a point to really be in that zone where you you're 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 riding just outside of that intersection of those two you know where you're you're forcing yourself to to work a little bit harder than than you have in the past do something a little bit greater but not so much so that you've lost all comfort and ability of of knowing what's coming next yeah it's pushing your limits but to a limit <laughs> it's uh, you know. well said yeah right right yeah exactly that's exactly it i mean that's that's what you know tapping into that flow state is is it is pushing yourself past your limit but only to a certain right limit. that's how you grow and that's where growth occurs in this book, The Inner Experience of Diving, Carlos closes this little chapter by saying that this book is intended to help you properly prepare yourself to use and enjoy the ocean in such a way as to eliminate the high anxiety that divers in the past have experienced as they began to dive. It is designed to help you learn to dive within yourself 
allowing the inner trip to happen right along with the outer trip. Using the guidelines set forth in the following section, you will be able to enjoy your first dive in the ocean, your mind and body functioning comfortably within the atmosphere of the water planet. And uh, you can go back and look at a couple of our episodes that we did about underwater anxiety and the inner experience of diving. If you like hearing these words by good old uh, Carlos Ailes. Can you spell Ailes for our um, audience? Yeah, it is It, it is spelt a little weird. It's yeah. E-Y-L-E-S. You know, like Ailes. Isles, not those Isles, the other Isles. The Isles. Isles, Isles. But yeah, he was one of those early uh, scuba pioneers that, uh, you know, I really dig, I, mean, I, I dig the the inner inner mind discussions of yeah. scuba, you know, that we've had a bunch of over the years. Yeah, I mean, uh, just because scuba diving is such a... Um psychological and mental experience yes there's physical and that's part of the attraction too because that feeling of weightlessness and and able to glide and float over the topography of the underwater environment is spectacular i mean that's a huge attraction and it's an unknown world and it's completely different than your everyday life um but that uh the forcing the actual it forces you to like enter a new world so you can leave that whole other world behind and if you can do it mentally and psychologically it's like uh just starting all over again it's pretty cool yeah the yeah the the, the balancing of the unknown world with a known set of controlling forces it, it can really make you you know turn into a superhero a, a, a superhero <laughs> aquaman uh, a bit of an Aquaman, or human, uh, aqua, yes. aqua, aqua human, Homo sapien. if you will. But if you don't respect that inner inner mind, inner balance, you could quickly turn into a buffoonous Aquarius. He noticed in 1978 that was a major problem amongst the diving community of people not feeling comfortable, getting certification, getting out into the environment not being at peace and moving on to something else in a in a world that you know he was loved being part of and he was trying to correct that 40 years ago and it hasn't it hasn't gone away i like the fact that we're bringing up that this book is from 1978 and he noticed the discomfort of newer divers in the water um and he he traced it back to it's a psychological um, discomfort from not being adequately prepared to go diving with your scuba education. Wait, wait, uh, a dry snorkel instead of one that's op- <laughs> open in the top that'll get water in it that yeah. that's not going to fix it. That's not going to fix it. And it's something. It's something. It's it's not that uh, I need a better fin to to make it easier to swim. It, it's something more than that. Yeah. The dry snorkel is a great what, example. What about, I mean, what if I had a BCD that just automatically controlled my buoyancy for me? Wouldn't that make that me would so much solve more, all the problems? So much more. Right? Pe- wouldn't that solve it all? <laughs> I 
I mean, everything you said. What if, what if said, I had a dive computer that just never let me get the bends? I never had to worry about that it will ever never. again. Well, when, whenever anything says never or always, he just should walk walk the other way or, or approach uh, reluctantly and, and skeptically because no such thing. And, yeah, I mean, to me, though, everything you've mentioned there are perfect examples of the problems in the uh, dive industry. I'm not saying... Uh, technological development and coming up with new ideas is bad, but what I'm saying is we've come up with remedies for non-problems and, and they're strictly there for profit. It's not really to make your, your diving any more enjoyable. A dry snorkel versus a real snorkel? Come on, a dry snorkel is just a, one more thing that will malfunction and leave you with a wet breath. It will. That's what's going to happen. And just learn to fucking if, snorkel. If you've never, just learn how to use a snorkel, right? What, what about a purge valve in my mask? <laughs> wouldn't it be better if uh, every mask yeah, had a purge valve? Be, that way it's, it's easier to clear. Yeah, and random. they never fail. Those never fail and just leak like a sieve where you're clearing constantly for the dive. That never happens. Come on. You know, what's, you know what I really hate that always makes me uncomfortable diving is getting my mask strap properly fitted would it be better if they had like a ratcheting oh yes c- control strap system that with one hand remote control just, bluetooth <laughs> remote your bluetooth phone. mass strap adjustment. on your phone yes. and oh wait we got to be able to bring the phone with us underwater so that i can adjust my mass strap and i'll have a in my dry snorkel i have fucking uh, water sensors moisture sensors so it'll clear while i'm diving I mean, that's where we're heading. That's the stupidity we're heading towards, everybody. Let's stop it. Let's just stop it. Stop stupidity. Just stop it. Well, there you go, everybody. Um, we hope you enjoyed this discussion on the inner trip. Don't just take a outer dive trip this coming winter season. Learn how to take your own inner trip into yourself and become a better diver internally, mentally, physically, emotionally. To be the best diver you could be. That's what we're here to. That's what we're here to help you do. And I uh, hope you guys had fun, Brando. Yeah. Let me sign your logbook. Well, I like the idea of the inner trip, Timothy Leary style. We're tripping, man. Yeah. On, let me sign your logbook, dude. <laughs> dude. Dude, this was one trippy dive, man. <laughs> Turn on, tune in, drop out, brother. Uh, bro. See you at the surface, bruh. <laughs> Dude, you would have you'd have been a good uh, hippie, dude, pal, lover. <laughs> thanks, 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 lover. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week.
Bro, what? What? What?